All right, let's. I see. I see. All right. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Good morning. Um, my name is Matt. I'm the lead pastor here. I, my favorite part of any Sunday morning gathering is the church hub when we get to pull our phones out and scan that thing, right? No, but you do need that. I'm going to tell you something, and I, I need you to have that. Joe, can we put that church hub back up in case they don't have it yet? Uh, because we have on this coming Friday. So we're a church that we like to have a good time. Yes? We like to celebrate. We find any reason really to celebrate, but we like to celebrate. It's sort of in the nature of God. You read the Old Testament, they're celebrating all the time. Uh, we are going to be celebrating this Friday. We're having a party at the church, it's, unless it's raining, it's going to be on this side, and it's going to be set up really fun, and we're going to have a good time, and we're going to serve everyone a great meal, and food, and drinks, and it's all in the church. And why is to celebrate Tyler Adams, who's been on staff for 10 years, of seven of his years that he's been on staff, he's been in school getting a Master's of Divinity, and he just finished about a month ago, and so we're going to celebrate his graduation, and, and as part, we're celebrating his graduation, and then we're going to be ordaining him and praying over him, and he'll be a pastor here at our church, so it's kind of a big deal, and I, I it just, like, if you're online listening or in person, this is your personal invitation. Come and join us, and let's have a good celebration together. And now the one other thing. We need a little bit more help setting up this party or cleaning up this party. So on your church hub, that last, there's a last little link thing. It says, hey, I, I can help with Tyler's party. We don't need people to RSVP. We just need you to come hungry. But if you can show up early or stay late to help, click on that link and just let us know so we fill all those spots and, uh, and can throw a good party. Sound good? One other thing before I get rolling is this is a fun Sunday because we have some kids in the service with us. Kids, you hear us? Yes. All right. I am going to need your help in a little bit, but until then, it looks like you are having an absolute blast. See, when kids are in service, they get things that they get to play with the whole time. Some of us adults need those things. Yeah. Um, and let's just speak it. These kids are in the service today. They're going to make some noise, and that's terrific, right? So parents, that's terrific. We get it, and we love doing these family services every once in a while. Grab something to write with. Here it is for, for us. Grab something to write with. Um, or it might, might even be right on. It might be your phone to take notes. As we gather on a Sunday morning and we come to this part of our gathering of a Sunday morning where we're going to open the scriptures and, and we want to put ourselves, we, we don't just show up to be entertained, we're like actually coming with a posture saying, okay, God, I want to learn something. I expect that you are going to speak something like that is pointed at me. And, and so I want you guys to have something that you can write on or write down 
Uh, and then as well, grab a Bible. And if you have a paper Bible, that's great. Some of us do the Bibles on our phone. If you showed up here today and you don't have a Bible, just stand up and go to the back and get one. There's Bibles back there on the table. If you don't have a Bible at home, just keep that Bible. It's a gift. And, uh, and let's dig in. We have been in a series and we've been talking, been in a series called Devoted. And this section of Devoted, we've had three sections, I'll talk about that later, but this section we've been talking about prayer and, and speaking about prayer. And it was, I think, four weeks ago, Paul, our very own Paul Holmberg, kicked it off and, and started, and Paul, you said something like four weeks ago. You were standing up here giving the sermon, and you started us in this series, and, and you said, hey, how many people here feel like they pray enough? Or they're really good at prayer, and they've got it figured out. Now that Sunday, I'm sure the same as it, nobody raised their hand. He says, man, listen, this is an area all of us feel like, oh, we could be better or do better. And let's just let that go. Let's just not feel bad. Like, and, and instead, let's just say, let's not do the shame thing and just say, hey, let's all, all of us, let's, let's seek to grow in, in what it is to pray and to connect with God through prayers. And so we kind of, Paul, you set that foundation. Uh, then, then the next week, Drew came up and taught us this contemplative prayer practice of breath prayer. You guys remember that? And Drew, like, this breathing, breathing in and, and, and a focus on the Lord and kind of repeating some of the scriptures and, and truth of who he is and teaching us a breath prayer. Uh, then my friend Gene Binder came the next week, who is pastor over at Cornerstone, talked about prayers of petition when we pray and asking God for things, especially when we seek God for something that we then do not get or experience, and trusting God in those times. Last week, I taught us a prayer, a written prayer, that helps us really hopefully be able to release control and to trust God, the welcoming prayer. Okay, so these different things of prayer, this morning I'm giving us another tool or type, or way of praying that I think can be helpful to you, and it's called the prayer of examine. Prayer of examine. It's actually created by a man who was born in 1491, named Ignatius of Loyola. He was the youngest of 13 kids. In his youth, he was inflamed, like he just wanted deeply uh, to make a great name for himself. Maybe being the youngest at 13, like you got to really try and stand out. But he just wanted to make a name for himself. Mainly, he then became a soldier and a warrior. And he wanted to be like this great, accomplished great things. But at 30 years old, he, he was gravely wounded in battle. And during his recuperation, and as he was healing and, and like really torn up, as he was healing... He had this powerful encounter with Jesus and a conversion, mainly through reading the Gospels and the teaching of Jesus that just this light dawned on him. And he had this massive conversion experience. So then the rest of his life was spent studying and creating ways of spiritual direction. That, that is studying how we grow and mature in our faith. He wrote a book called Spiritual Exercises. And, and this prayer is actually a part of that book, is in that book, the prayer of examine. He founded the Society of Jesus, which later became known as the Jesuits, which is now the largest male religious order in the Catholic Church. 
In his life, he moved from wanting to make his name great to wanting to encourage everyone into a deeper awareness in the greatness of God. The Jesuit model, the motto that Ignatius created is for the greater glory of God. He moved by saying, okay, I want my greatness and I want to be something incredible. I want to be something remembered to, man, I want to be about the greatness of God and the greater glory of God. He developed this prayer in the prayer of examine. So let me first share with you personally um, why this prayer practice has become actually deeply meaningful to me. And not just meaningful, but like impactful. I desire to live my days in the awareness and power of God's presence. And the gospel teaches us, I mean the gospel teaches us that God loves us and desires relationship with us. God desires relationship, connection with you because of his great love for you. But our sinful nature and our prideful lust pull us away from God's love. They call us to live apart from him. Yet Jesus is God's provision. He is the way we return to right relationship with God. Jesus took our sin upon himself and he made the way for us to live as we were truly created. And when we accept this reality, when we accept this reality and accept the gift of life through Jesus, then he gives us the Holy Spirit. He he, he deposits the Spirit of God within us, which is uh, then residing within us to guide us and give us power. I have made this decision. Personally, I've made this decision to receive the forgiveness uh, of, of God through Jesus and to walk, seeking to walk out my life in the strength and guided by the truth of God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit within me. So, how do we operate in this reality? If that's true, and if that is true, if that's what it is to be a follower of Jesus, a Christian and Christ in and His Spirit in us, how do we live that out? How do we grow in that? How do we continue to develop this reality? Well, prayer, friends, is this connection with God. It's a conversation where we speak and where we listen. And prayer at its best helps us to become aware of God's presence and draw on his power in our everyday life, in the everyday moments of life, in the ups and the downs, the joys and the struggles. Prayer, a connection with God where we sense his presence and we're able to go to him with gratitude and with needs. truth is we are a busy people and we have much going on in our lives I know in my life this is what I did like man there's just so much going on that the truth is the hectic or the busy and, and and the day is just calling out with so many things that sometimes I forget to even have any connection with God like uh, like I forgot about you like, like, hey, I got a good friend, and oh, I forgot that you were even here. So one thing I started to do is I was like, oh, 
I know what I'll do. I'm going to pray forward through my day. So like I have a, on my phone, I got my calendar, and I got all my things. So in the morning, I wake up and I, I pray. It's all right, Lord, today at 8 o'clock I got this. God, I pray that you would be with me. during. The, and then I'm meeting with that person. And then I'm doing this. And I would spend time in the morning praying forward through what was going to happen in my day. Am I like alone? Has anybody else ever done this? No? Two of us. Okay. Four of us. Five. Yeah, you're starting to confess. <laughs> but pray forward. Yes, I see it. Pray forward through the day. And, and just as a desire, like, God, I want to recognize you in the things I'm doing. And it's helpful, but I found something even more helpful than praying forward through my day. And it's a prayer of examine. And the prayer of examine isn't praying forward through your day, but praying backwards about yesterday. A lot of people do it at night, so it could be like praying backwards through today. I'm just kind of pathetic at night, so I do it in the morning when I'm like more zestful and alive, right? That, that this prayer of examine is, is praying backward instead of praying forward. Many people do it, um, well, I would say this. When I walk through the events of yesterday and become aware of how I acted and felt, of seeing where I handled some circumstances, like drawing on God's power and other places where it was just totally absent, it, it helps me to be more aware of God's presence. And what's, what's wild is praying backwards has affected my day more than praying forwards through it. So, I wonder if we would be willing to try this practice on. And if I could tell you that millions of followers of Jesus have found this prayer of examine, a practice of praying backwards, of reflecting and reviewing the day, and where we experience God's presence and what was going on, it, is, it has affected millions of followers of Jesus and found it really impactful to help actually experience His presence in the moments of our life and in today. And this isn't a new idea, you guys. Th th like the idea, the power of remembering to affect today, the power of thinking back on yesterday to change today is not a new idea. Throughout the scriptures, throughout the scriptures, remember, remember. When the Israelites were finishing their time in the desert, going for 40 years through the desert, in Deuteronomy 8.2 God says to him, and you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what is in your heart and whether you would keep his commandments or not. Remember, remember. Josh, you got that? Put up that, yeah. The whole way. Testing you to know what was in your heart. Prayer of examine for me, and I think for us, God is going to help you to test what's in your heart as you remember and you look back. When the Israelites passed through the Jordan River, God dried up the Jordan River and they passed through into the promised land. God said, hey, get 12 stones and stack them up. These 12 stones were the stones of remembrance. 
stones of remembrance. I'm saying, God's saying, remember what I did. It's important for you in your development and understanding. Remember who I am. Remember what I did in your life. Psalm 143.5 said, I remember the days of old. I meditate on all that you have done. I ponder the work of your hands. The prayer of examine, this is, this is great. It is a meditation, a pondering. God, how you are at work in my life. Go all the way to the end of the Bible, Revelation 2.5. God's speaking this through an angel, but speaking it to one of the churches. And he says, remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. If not, then I will come to you and remove your lampstand unless you repent. Sometimes when we remember, we're going to have to sit in some uncomfortable things maybe that we did. And it's a great place for repentance. God, I kind of want to forget what I did and how I acted yesterday. But maybe we need to go back and sit in that for a little bit. And I need to repent. What did we do when we started? The, the crafts, the super crafts came up here, and you ladies led us in communion. What, what are the words of communion? And then he took the bread, and we had given thanks. He broke it, and he gave it to them, saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. I mean, the very act we gather every week, and we center into communion. Remember, remember, remember. It affects our today, remembering yesterday and what has happened in the past. Hey, kids, are you still in here? Okay, yeah. I need your help. Okay. <laughs> you don't even need to be asked. Just get up. Yeah, come on. Okay. How about, we need everyone up here, though. Bring all your friends. Can all the kids come up here? Yeah, go ahead and come on up here. All right. This is great. Man, there's a lot of you kids up here, and you were so quiet. Quietish, right? All right, here's what I need I need you to think for a minute. I need you to think what did I do yesterday? Like, what happened yesterday? And when you can remember something, when you want to share it, I'm going to let you talk into this mic. Now, I knew you were going to be first. Uh, you know what you did yesterday? I want you to tell me one thing, just one thing that you did yesterday. Okay, come here. Tell us. I had pancakes for breakfast. Nice. Pancakes for breakfast. That's a good Saturday. All right, come here, Mike. Play video games. Nice. That's a great Saturday. <laughs> Tell us what you do yesterday. Ate ice cream in a cup. Ate ice cream in a cup. That's a good day. Ava, you going to share? I play with my girls all day morning. Did you? Yeah. That is so fun. Come on over here. I relaxed for the whole day. <laughs> I want to hang out at your house more. Come on. I biked to the Dollar Tree to get a Snickers uh, ice cream bar. Dude, you guys are living a good life. All right, come on up here. I had Culver's for dinner. 
You had Culver's for dinner. All right, anybody else want to share what they did yesterday? We swam in a lake. Swam in a lake. That's fun. Do you want to share? All right, come here. <laughs> come on. We got stickers from our campfire. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It sounds great. What would she get? You got Snickers? Stickers. 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 Awesome. Okay, anybody else want to share? All right. We went to, we went to a creek. You went to a creek? And swam in it. And you swam in that creek. Can I share again? Uh, no, only one share. <laughs> I had ice cream. You had ice cream. I think, I think a lot. Of, uh, raise our hand if we had ice cream yesterday. There was a lot of good ice cream. Okay, a lot of us had ice cream. All right, we've got one or two more shares. Who else wants to share? You want to share? I had a good time hanging out with my parents. Yeah, get that kid ice cream. <laughs> you know, that's what my teenage kids would have said if they were up here. Um, all right, you want to share one more time? I went crazy in the backyard. You went crazy in the backyard. That's a good place to go crazy. All right, let's give these guys a hand for all the awesome things and how much you remembered. All right, you guys can go back to your seats. Woo! Come on, you got it? All right. All right, these kids remember what they did yesterday. You guys are you guys are great. You guys were great. You guys are really good at remembering. Really good at remembering. Let me put one more scripture up before we push into this prayer a little bit. There's one more I want I want to recognize. John 14, 26, Jesus is speaking. And he says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. The, the part of the role of the Holy Spirit in our life is to bring to remembrance what Jesus taught and what God has spoken and is speaking to us. That part of the role of the Holy Spirit is to help us remember. He's going to bring to remembrance the truth of God, the presence of God, the words of Jesus in our lives. So the first part of an examined prayer is just this. Remember. Remember. To, to just... In prayer, go back through the details of the day or of yesterday and pay attention. Pay attention to the emotions and the feelings attached with the events as you remember them. What we're doing, remember, we're seeking to recognize God's presence and work in our lives and our awareness of Him, His work in our life. And maybe as you remember, maybe you will feel gratitude. God, thank you for the hike I went on yesterday. God, thank you for the beauty that I saw yesterday. It might bring enjoyment. Oh, God, as I think back of yesterday, God, thank you for the date night I had with my wife. 
right? Our great conversation and connection, the time we had together, a place of enjoyment. It might bring uncertainty. God, as I think back about yesterday, my, my boss asked me for a meeting next week, and I don't know if I'm getting rewarded or punished. It might bring repentance as you think back through your day. Man, I responded so poorly in that situation. How I acted, oh. And it might bring repentance. It might bring revelation. God, you were working in that moment, and I didn't even recognize it. And as I sit here, I see the opportunity, and I see what you were showing, and I, in the moment, I didn't even, I didn't even realize God could bring revelation. Remember. The second part of this prayer is reflect. To remember and then reflect. Oftentimes as we sit in this prayer, God will highlight an instance in our day and just say, hey, sit in that moment. So, so, so we say, all right, God, go ahead. We give you permission to highlight something. Holy Spirit, help, help, help bring light and bring revelation. Help, help us remember something and then be able to sit in it, marinate in it, meditate on it. Maybe it would be something like this. Lord, yesterday in that instance, God, I just felt so insecure. God, what was that? God, why was that? And the truth is, there are so many instances where I feel that way. God, is that of you? What do you have to say to me about my insecurity? I know your presence was with me, but I didn't sense it. I didn't even operate in it. Instead of holy courage, I had an insecure fear. Lord, speak to me about this. I know your presence is with me. Or maybe as we spend time reflecting, something like this would come up. Lord, yesterday you told me to do that thing, and I did it. And I'm Father, it was so encouraging to see you at work in my life. The truth is, I am so affirmed when you give me a nudge and I obey. Lord, your ways are the best. God, I want to walk in them. Thank you for that. Maybe it would look like this. Yesterday I was so frustrated with that person, God. They are so challenging to me. What are the boundaries, God, that you want me to keep with this person? Because I just want to knock them out or shut them out. But what are you calling me to? How can I pray for them? God, is there something in me, some blind spot, that you're maybe wanting to point out as I invite your presence into this and remember and reflect on this? God, where are you at work here? To what are you calling me? Thousands. I could come up with thousands. That the Lord churns up 
And you see how when we go back and when we sit in, we don't just go busy, busy in our life and keep rushing to the next thing and the next thing, but we remember and we reflect, seeking God's presence and an awareness of his presence. How doing that can then affect us in the present. When that person that was so frustrating says that thing again, and I just prayed about it this morning, okay, how I respond God, give me strength. Or when I feel that feeling of insecurity. And that's what's been amazing about a prayer of examining, you guys. It can affect and change our presence so much more by just giving time to reflect and sit in the past. And seek God's presence there and, and then be more aware of his presence in the present. So would you be willing to try it right now? I heard that one, yes. You can sit front every time, Ash. Come on. Let, let's do it. Let's do it right now. And kids, you can do this too. Or you can just remember that ice cream you ate yesterday. And thank God for that. But I'm going to ask us. And, I, and listen, guys, there's nothing. I know some of us are like, Matt, I don't pray. Like, I haven't prayed hardly ever. You're at church, give it a shot. I don't want to push you, but do it. Um, and there's nothing weird about this. Let's just kind of close our eyes. The kids are going to wiggle, and that's welcome. God, we recognize your, your presence with us right now. God, your word tells us that there's nowhere we can go from your presence. But your spirit is here and the earth, the earth is full of your glory, Lord. And you are at work, and especially those of us who have given, given you our lives, your spirit resides in us. And as we gather on the first day of the week to worship you, God, you are here. So we invite you, guide us in this time of prayer. I'm going to take this first step and just, I invite you, remember, remember yesterday. Just walk through some of the details. Notice some of the, the moments and probably the emotions, things you felt, maybe even some things that happened and, and it, stuff just went so quick you weren't even able to feel it, but you, you have a little bit of time to feel it right now. What's God highlighting? Where does he want to sit with you right now? Where is he saying, okay, you remember, now let's reflect.
on you to trust him. Father, there is, you're able to speak to us in a way when we really slow down and we look back, where we can become more aware of your presence and your work in our life, and it affects us moving forward. We trust you way more than we trust some process, or, but for hundreds of years, followers of Jesus have benefited and I think become more aware of your presence and more transformed by slowing down and reflecting, remembering and reflecting. Lord, help us to be more aware of your work in our life, to not miss it and just move on, move on, move on. Thank you for this practice of prayer and of connecting with you. We love you. Amen. Today, uh, today is the last day of this sermon series. It's been like over three months. Um, you know, the reason why the crafts came up here and we've been reading the same scripture out of Acts 2 is because all the believers were together and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. We spent like a month or more in, in the Bible to, to, to fellowship and breaking of bread. We talked about community and what's a Jesus-centered community. And, and then to prayer. And we've been talking about prayer and, and growing in prayer. And I hope it's not just information, um, but I hope that... Man, Lord, that we have a deeper connection with you through your word, with one another, and, and with you through prayer. Next week, we're going to begin a new series. It's called Wholehearted, Growing in Healthy Spirituality. In our day and age, there are so many twisted perceptions of what connection with God and spirituality is. What is healthy spirituality and how we become wholehearted in Christ? So it's going to be a really good series, really looking forward to it. But I, I want to ask you to, I want to challenge you, I guess, that this prayer of examine, 
Could, could you, I'm not going to like make you stand up, but could you do that three times this week? Like just make the deal with yourself or not, but three times this week, take 10 to 15 minutes and look back so that God can, we can encounter him in the present and have transformation moving forward. But as your pastor, it's my encourage, it's my challenge to you. Just for this week and see what he may do. So let's respond. Let's respond this morning uh, in worship to God's work in our life. Let's get our, our, the worship band. You guys come back up here to, to lead us. If you need prayer for anything, we're going to have some, some of our prayer people be on the sides and would love to pray with you of anything going on in your life. And uh, let's stand up. Let's stand up. God, thank you for this morning. Thank you that you were at work in our life yesterday. Help us to see it to affect our today. Help us be people that remember well, that we be transformed today. So we love you. Receive our worship. Amen? Amen.